once upon a time, in a world with faith and fairness, there was something hidden. Down the boundary! He's gonna go! Grab his lead! Pitch on the way for Mikulacic. We got a miss! Mikulacic gets the strikeout! And for the first time in school history, the Bearcats are going to the Super Regionals! Get ready for a next level show. Welcome to Chasing the Cup. I'm your host, Jason Barfield, and we have another really good show lined up today. After a record-setting performance on Saturday in football's 45-6 win over UIW, senior receiver Nathan Stewart will join us to talk about it. Nathan became the Southland Conference all-time leader in receiving yards on Saturday, passing former Bearcat Yedediah Lewis. He also passed the 4,000-yard mark for his career and is just the 20th player in FCS history to do that. We will talk milestones, the season moving forward, and some video game talk when we come back on Chasing the Cup. Every time you show up, every time you make your presence heard, whether you clap your hands or stomp your feet, lead the chant or join the chorus, however you choose to be a fan, you make the game. The NCAA Division I Football Championship, January 11th at Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. Visit NCAA.com slash FCS to get your tickets today. A 43-yard field goal with a ticket to the championship on the line. Here's the stuff. The kick is At this moment, who you voted for doesn't matter. What kind of car you drive, how much money you make, what kind of music you listen to, or how many followers you have doesn't matter. At this moment, the only thing that does is football. Visit footballmatters.com. And welcome back to Chasing the Cup. Joined now by Nathan Stewart. And first off, Nathan, I want to congratulate you. How does that sound? Southland Conference all-time receiving yardage leader. That's 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 a huge accomplishment. That's a, a huge blessing to have. It's to have my name etched in a record book, man. It's just something very special. How cognizant were you of the record? Did you know you were close? And uh, you know, was it something that you knew as the game was going that you were getting close to that number? Honestly, I had zero idea. I didn't know I was this close. I didn't pay no mind to it. I didn't. I didn't know until after the game, and so that's why I'm still surprised and I'm still shocked and blessed, grateful. So you passed Yeti. Yeti had the mark originally. Um, what was that conversation like? I mean, have y'all talked about it yet? You know, what's what's that been like? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> after the game, I got a call from Yeti. You know, he was just congratulating me and pulling pulling my tail about it, you know. You know, just, just telling me keep pushing forward. You know, we got to keep continuing to win and keep putting on for the Bearcat legacy. Yeah, I think one of the things that I found interesting, and I hadn't really thought about it, but I saw Coach Archer had posted a picture that had Yeti as the all-time receptions leader, Davion's the all-time touchdown leader, and you're the all-time receiving yardage leader in Southland Conference history. Not school history, Southland Conference history. 
What does it mean for, for you three guys to hold those three marks in the conference? <clears throat> oh, that's huge. That just shows just the amount of work we put in and at the level of what we practice with. You know, with those, with me being around those two guys, it's just constant competition. You know, so it's pushing each other at practice every day. At practice is like a game with us because we're going super hard. We're trying to make the best catches or to run the best routes at practice. And when you have guys at that level who have, who can play at that high level and you're next to them, and I was a freshman coming in, so I kind of took it for granted. <clears throat> but now as I get back, as I'm older now, I'm a senior and seeing those guys left and me being around a new group of guys, you just be blessed to be around Davion and Yeti. You know, I had it made for me coming in. What was that receiver room like when the three of you guys were in there? Oh, all love. It was all genuine love. It was competition. It was love but hard competition. You know, we always wanted to see each other doing better than the next person. When you look at what you and Davion were able to do, um, obviously Yeti kind of set the marks. Right. Um, is, is that something that y'all kind of felt like, okay, this is what we're going to go after here? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeti was the first one out the bunch, and, you know, he set all the accolades and had all the high standards. And I seen me coming as a freshman, seeing the way he practiced. So that switched in my mind to tell me that if I want to do what he's doing, then I have to practice like he's doing. So you've got the 4,000 yards. And I think the other thing that, you know, that we've looked at in terms of, of stats and stuff like that is the number of players in FCS history who have 1,000-yard seasons all four years. And that's a really small group. What does an accomplishment like that mean to you? Uh, I mean, it means just—it means a lot just to have my name, like I said, in a record book. Just leave me speechless. I won't have too much words for it. Just thanks for the coaches, the players, my teammates, the fans. Just thankful. When you look at this season for you guys, um, obviously a bit of a slow start. You come out and really break out big against UIW. How, how, what does this win mean for y'all as a team? Oh, it was a huge win. We needed this win. We really needed this win. Uh, protecting home field. We just we executed. We stayed with the game plan, and we just knew it was going to pay off one day. So all we have to do is just stay at it and stay, stay, keep a positive attitude and keep leading the younger guys around me and showing them that this is the way. This is Bearcat football. I know Coach Keeler has been saying this is a good football team, and – he knows that y'all can be better than what y'all had shown. Do you feel like this maybe was a game that y'all kind of proved it to yourself that, okay, this is the level we can play at? Right. Yes, sir. I, I definitely does. I feel like they gave everybody in the room a confident booster, which we needed. And I feel like we had one quarterback, and I feel like he had a confident booster, too. Coming into the next game, we know what we know what we got. We know what we have coming in. The sky's the limit. But say, from a receiving standpoint, just knowing that you've got one guy back there um, how does how big is that for you? Um, it's kind of big because uh, it's two quarterbacks with two different style of play. You know, with Smith, Smith can make plays with his feet, so you know you're always on alert. You always have to be ready because Smith can pull it down, run, and keep his eyes downfield for you to change it right anytime. So yeah, it definitely means something. But say from a receiver standpoint, how does that affect the way you play it out there, knowing that he can tuck it and run? He could throw it on the run. That he can kind of extend those plays. Just for me to be alert at all times, even when I, even when I think the route's over, Smith can pull out the pull out the pack with the ball with his eyes downfield. So yeah, definitely just had me alert out there and just stand on my p's and q's. This week's game against UIW was it a matter of you just kind of starting to get on a roll and kind of start feeling things, and it just started building from there? 
uh, I, I want to say that I just I want to say that it was just you know just team preparation. You know, we put it out this weekend. I mean, this week before prior to the game, and you know, it's one of the first times that I really got man coverage. Usually, I was getting doubled or you know a little cover too, but it was strictly man, and me and Smith was connecting, and it was great. Let's go back to your freshman year, and really your first big breakout was Battle of the Piney Woods. Right. Talk me just through that experience as a freshman to have that kind of game and really introduce yourself to the Bearcat fans, the Southland Conference, and all of that. Going into the game, I, I was amazed my first time playing in NFL Stadium. Coming into the game, I never knew if my number could be called. And just so happened, um, one of our former receivers named Grant Finney ran a deep ball, and I came behind him. I was backing him up. And the exact play I got in, the exact play I scored on, so I didn't have time to process it. So I was just too busy in the game. And it, it, was, it was just like an unbelievable feeling for me after that game. And it just pushed me to a new level physically and mentally, you know. When you look at that season, um, several big games for you. And just kind of, you know, it wasn't just a, a one game and then now we're going to kind of fade back. Um, right. Do you feel like you needed to have a game like that to just say, yep, I can play at this level? Yeah. I say, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And for me, as a freshman, having that that big of a game just showed me I have a lot more work to do and I can be great in this league and I can be great, period. So that definitely boosted my confidence and made me, like I said, pushed me to another, another level of work. You talked about just the conversations that y'all had in that receiver room. You know, Yeti obviously was the established guy in that. Mm -hmm. um, you, you talked about Grant Finney and, you know, what were some of the things they were saying to you as a freshman to, to kind of help you keep building on that kind of stuff? Just don't get complacent and stay doing you. Just stay, you know you know what we do here. And Yeti used to always tell me we're all Americans, but we practice like walk-ons. And I feel like that's one of the things that stuck with me. I've been my four years out through here. And I just go by that every day. You know, just keep practicing hard. The, more, the harder I practice, the easier it is for me in the game. All right, aside from football, um, when you're not in the film room, when you're not in the practice field, what are the things that you enjoy doing the most? Like being my, I have a dog named Zeus. I like being with my dog, and I like, you know, just playing the game. Sometimes I'll play Madden or, 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 or Fortnite. So if I'm not doing too much, I'm more of an in-home type of guy. What kind of dog do you have? Pitbull. Pitbull? Yes, right. sir. How yes. long have you had Zeus? I had him for a year and three months now. Okay. So what, do you, what kind of things do you do with Zeus? We go to the dog park. We go to the duck park. We go... We do a lot of things. We do. He's so smart. He just amazes me too. From knowing that a dog is so smart, <laughs> they can do a lot of things. So Madden and Fortnite, yes. video games. Yes, definitely. If you can only play one, Madden. 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 Without a doubt. Without a doubt, <laughs> Madden have to. <laughs> so what do you what do you what do you like on Madden? Is it uh do you like the do you just play the seasons out? Do you do the do you, do you do the dynasty mode? I mean, are you trying to build a team? Well, with me, honestly, I have a lot of friends. And uh, they're not, you know, they're away, obviously. So we play online. In the franchise mode, we all make a team or a season. And we just go. Whoever had, whoever had the best teams win. All the games wins, you know. So we like we play each other daily, constantly with the headset, talk trash. I'm going to say all in good fun, no trash uh, talking. Oh, right. trash talking every day. He called me, you don't class, let's go play. Yeah, he called me, Davion called me, we'll play still to this day. Where's more trash talking taking place, on the headsets on Madden or on the field? <sighs> Definitely the headset. 
Definitely the headset. The headset, yes, because I don't know why people get too tough over the headsets. <laughs> because they're not standing face Exactly, to face, right? exactly. <laughs> well, let's talk the rest of the way for you guys. Um, when you when you look at the rest of the season, obviously you've got the win in the conference opener. Um, but what's in store for this team this year? Man, I'd have been around a bunch of teams, and I feel like we have a lot of talent on this team, and we have good character on this team, and I feel like we can go as far as any other team that has been here, because you know we have the, we have the right when you have the right guys around you, and no one's gonna let no one's fall. Then I feel like you know the sky's the limit. Obviously, this football program has pretty much been the symbol of dominance in the Southland Conference since right. 2011 season and the back-to-back trips to the national championship. The fall off of last year, then the slow start to this year. Do you think people are a little too quick to kind of write this team off and write this program off? I mean, yeah, but I feel like that's just the way some some fans are. You can't control. The only thing we can do is just control what's in house and you know play and put, provide a good show for the fans on the next album. Last thing, last thing I want to talk about. Obviously, you know we've talked about the stats and we've talked about the numbers and you know certainly that's an individual thing but at the end of the day it does mean something to you you've right. got the yardage record yeti's reception record is going to be tough i mean that oh, yeah. 294 definitely. is a big number definitely you know he called me and talked trash about that as well too davion's touchdown number though that's in that's within I don't know. reach you're only six away oh i didn't know Davion's that touchdown number Hold on, Davion. <laughs> so you got that one in your sights now, too. Huh? Right, right. Yes, sir. Definitely. Most definitely. And it's just an honor to to be in the same level with those guys, you know, far from us. I love them to death. Them like my brothers. They groom me to the player I am now. And I just want to be me without them guys, though. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they helped me a lot through my times here, and that was much appreciated. Kind of building off of that, you know, you talk about the things that you were able to lean on as a young guy right. and what Yaddy and Davion were able to teach you. You're now in that position, and you've got some young ones, D. Bowens and, yes. you know, all, all these guys yes. that are there. Just kind of how is that now a change for you now that you're in more of that mentor role? I just go as as I was taught, you know, try to teach Debo, Dwayland, Noah, Quan, the same thing that I was getting taught. You know, and I feel like once you show those guys that it's all love, even though we play the same position, I feel like, and it's no hate in between, it's all genuine love, then they have no choice but to respect you. You know, if you're leading the right way and you're doing the right things. All right. Well, appreciate you joining us. Yes, sir. Appreciate and, you uh, having me. Good luck the rest of the way. Yes, sir. Thank you. Eat them up, cats. Well, we want to thank Nathan Stewart for joining us today and for you joining us as well. If you like what you're hearing from us this year, be sure to rate and review the show. If you aren't subscribing, you can do so on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Chasing the Cup is recorded in the Bearcat Sports Network studios in the new Wood Forest Athletic Center. This week's episode was written and produced by Jason Barfield. Broadcast calls are courtesy ESPN. The songs Hot Shot and Clear Progress are courtesy scottholmesmusic.com. This has been a presentation of the Bearcat Sports Network.